0: there! I'm Stephanie Mitchell, certified yoga teacher, corporate wellness provider, international yoga coach, and founder of the Rolling Mat Mobile Yoga Studio, who has helped hundreds of yoga teachers build, scale, and enjoy their corporate wellness businesses, providing them more income, impact, and time off. Welcome to the Rolling Mat Corporate Yogi Podcast. If you're a yoga teacher, yogipreneur aspiring or current corporate yoga healer in this podcast you will find the real people yoga business strategies healthy business habits and weekly motivation and inspiration to help you develop and grow a sustainable corporate wellness business I started this podcast to bring you the support I never had We will talk to successful wellness entrepreneurs, business owners, and yoga teachers living in their purpose and making the income doing what they love. Each week, I will introduce you to a yoga teacher and fitness professionals who have walked the walk so that you can see not only what is possible, but also how to make your corporate yoga business a reality. We dig deep into owning your worth and knowing your value so that you can start implementing specific action steps that will get you closer to your ideal life. Furthermore, this online space will provide you with support to keep you moving forward. Because after all, if you want to achieve the life you always wanted, you need the support to take the action that you need. The frameworks that you will get here for growth, expansion, clarity, development, and sales will be your game plan to play bigger. It's time to find your direction and build your foundation purposeful action. To make it as a yoga teacher and create a legacy you desire, you need the backing of a supportive community. And I've made it my mission to be your community because after all, we are in this together. together. All right, community, welcome back to another wonderful discussion today. I'm excited for our guest today. We have Alana Welsh, who is a sleep coach. So we are actually going to be discussing today uh, the impact on sleep um, and improving your sleep and how lack of sleep can really have a huge effect on you, your business, uh, if you're an entrepreneur, um, as a yoga teacher, (laughs) Uh, so if you are working in a corporate nine to five job, so lana welsh like i mentioned is a sleep coach who helps people overcome insomnia so that they can wake up feeling rested and refreshed and ready to take on the day so welcome lana i'm very excited to have you here and to learn more about
1: um, all the value of sleep (laughs) welcome thank you thank you so much for having me i'm excited to chat with you today about sleep yay
0: awesome well it's definitely something that makes up or should make up a pretty good portion um, I'd say of our life. And I know that from my own experience that it is very important. And I know that I feel not myself when I don't get my full eight hours of sleep. So talk to us a little bit more about your story and kind of how you
1: came up on this. Um, And yeah,
0: we'd love to get to know you further.
1: Yeah, sure. I um, actually started having trouble sleeping when I was a teenager. Um, I tossed and turned at night so much that I'd have to get out of bed to rearrange my clothes. They got wrapped so tight around me. And my parents just thought I was just your grumpy teenager. But it turns out I had restless leg syndrome, which is a sleep disorder. And it has this uncontrollable urge to move your legs that causes a pain sensation if you try to control it. And um, this you know like lots of people they describe it differently uh can feel like a twitching and it, a tingly um itchy or for me a burning sensation in my thighs and mm. i wouldn't get diagnosed for about a decade after i realized this was going on and that led to me having insomnia which lasted for 30 years and i was like a lot of people out there who suffer from insomnia I tried literally everything. I read everything I could find. I tried all the different things that they suggest, you know, turning off my devices, um, hanging up blackout blinds, removing my alarm clock. I was trying melatonin and magnesium and everything that you could read and nothing was working. And then last year I was introduced to a really simple technique to reduce stress and anxiety. And that began my journey to overcoming my insomnia. I started sleeping better, which led me to research, which led me to CBTI, Cognitive Behavioral Therapy for Insomnia, which was developed at Harvard University. It's considered the gold standard in treating insomnia. And when I started implementing those strategies, I started sleeping better. And I basically cured my insomnia. So I became trained under that researcher at Harvard University so I could help other people overcome their insomnia to feel as good as I feel, to go from, you know, getting five hours of sleep a night to sleeping seven to eight hours every night is it's transformational the difference it has made in my life. It's been amazing. So I I love to talk about sleep with people. I love to help them get better sleep because I want them to feel as good as I do. So that's how I came to be here. (laughs) That's awesome. And just
0: to To clarify, you you
1: suffered with this for thirty years. Yeah, over thirty years that I struggled to get a good night's sleep. Yeah, it and it affected every area of my life. There's yeah, it's just so hard to function Mm -hmm. on so little sleep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we talked before about the brain
0: fog. Um, that it creates and I can only imagine how in school or in work it made productivity for you probably pretty difficult
1: yeah like so you have this this brain uh, there's no other way to describe it like brain fog you have an inability to focus like Mm. that's the hard part you you try to focus on something but because you're so tired your, your brain just can't stay in that concentration mode. Um, mm-hmm. It just wants to like bounce all over the place because it just has, it's too difficult because sleep really it affects the brain the most. It's most important for the brain to get a good night's sleep. It's less important for the body. It's the brain that really, the chemical processes in the brain is what's the most important. So it affects the brain the most when you have a bad night's sleep. Yeah, absolutely.
0: And I'm I'm curious to know too. It sounds like you you studied under, you know, um, really compelling scientists, if you will. Um, So, what were some of the tips or what were some of the practices um, that really helped
1: you overcome the insomnia that you suffered from? Uh, The most important one, the very first one that I coach all my clients on is reducing stress and anxiety stress is the number one reason people can't sleep and that includes good sleepers so even good sleepers can have trouble sleeping when they're under tremendous amounts of stress and that's usually where you find people starting a journey towards insomnia is they go get under a huge amount of stress that lasts a series of weeks or months and then they have a hard time getting back to normal sleep patterns so stress is the number one thing the second thing is having us a sleep schedule and sticking to it every day no matter what Uh, going to bed at the right same time getting up at the same time um, that would be my second biggest strategy and then Mm -hmm. having a relaxation technique like those three things are really the three most important things that you could implement into your day into your night to help you get better sleep awesome yeah so managing anxiety and stress Mm
0: -hmm. waking having I like that, having a schedule, going to bed at the same time, waking up at the same time. I've definitely noticed that in myself that, that I'm much more productive during the day when I actually have a schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, and relaxation techniques, like putting the phone down probably, I'm sure.
1: Yeah, or like a meditation. Or yeah. So what happens is we get so active and excited throughout our day and we're just doing stuff. And then it's time to go to bed and we haven't given ourselves time to calm down and mm-hmm. relax so we, we need that little bit of a relaxation time for our brain and our body to go okay it's time to settle down and get ready for bed mm-hmm. and so if we don't give ourselves that bit of relaxation time it can be more difficult to go to bed so a lot of people get into bed and that's why they read or watch tv in bed before they turn out the light that's part of that relaxation time hmm so, mm-hmm.
0: And I imagine that with your clients, you probably work with a lot of people that work in the corporate world. So what, what have been some of the, like, if you could give us kind of maybe a case study, I mean, what would be some of the biggest effects on their work life kind of balance here with lack of sleep versus improved sleep?
1: Yeah, well, okay, so one of my clients, actually, before she started my program, and we were talking about her sleep, she said, I have to fix my sleep because I'm going to lose my job. Because her lack of sleep was showing up as absenteeism, presenteeism, which is being at work and not productive. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was having extra sick days she wasn't being as productive as she could um, she didn't say anything about errors or anything mistakes she was in accounting so that's possible she could be making mistakes it's pretty common um, because you can't be fully focused to make mistakes um, And she was taking wednesdays off every week so that she could have an extra day to catch up on her sleep if she needed to so when she started my program she had trouble sleeping every day Mm -hmm. She had trouble either going to sleep or staying asleep or both. And so when she went through my program, her worst like that first week, her worst night of sleep, she was awake five and a half hours in the middle of the night. Mm -hmm. And by the end of the program, she only had trouble sleeping three nights. And she, her worst night, she was awake an hour and a half, like a huge improvement just in a six week program. And it completely changed her work life because she no longer had to stress because she was stressing about how much sleep she was going to get. She was stressing about how she was going to get to work, how she was going to get through the day, how you know how she was going to be productive. She stressed about all of that. And then after the program, she's like, I don't worry about that anymore. I don't mm-hmm. have to worry about that. I go to work, I feel good, I'm more productive. Um, I don't have any of these extra sick days that I used to get. So for her, it's just been absolutely fantastic uh, shift in how her life is. Amazing. So improving her work life and then improving her personal
0: life too, I'm sure.
1: Yeah, it makes a difference at home too, because you come home and you're you're not like exhausted at the end of the day, uh, you're less irritable, like um, irritability and losing your temper are get worse with the less sleep you have. Like I, one research study showed that if just getting seven hours of sleep or just under seven hours of sleep a night, increased your likelihood of yelling at your kids by 25%. It's just, and that's just 6.7 hours was the average in that study. That's, you know, that's Mm -hmm. huge. And if you have insomnia, you're more likely getting five and a half, maybe six hours of sleep. Mm -hmm. So, wow, that is huge. And Mm -hmm. while we're
0: on the point of statistics, you had sent me some really compelling statistics about what it's costing companies, yeah, what it's costing companies to, to have employees that are not getting enough sleep and it's billions of dollars. I mean, it it's is, insane. and it's been going on for a while. So what do you like, let's talk a little bit about some of those points of, you know, what can businesses do? What can employers do? to support their staff and then us as corporate wellness providers in the group yoga teachers that are doing wellness programs for corporations, maybe something that we can also help them implement
1: as well. Mm -hmm. Well, the first thing that I think employers should do is encourage their employees to speak up about their sleep problems and to help them get help for it. Mm -hmm. Um, like a CBTI program, which is really um, helpful for helping people. It's even better than um, prescription drugs because it's an all-natural method. But encourage them to get the help that they need. But then, one thing that would be really helpful while they're transitioning in that area would be to have flexible schedules, if that's possible. Flexible schedules and remote working, because. Um, there's at least 25% of the population does not function at their optimum levels on a regular 8, 8.30, 9 a.m. start time. But one study showed that 80% of people wouldn't even get up till 8 a.m. if given the opportunity. So this is a lot of people who are not prepared to be fully functioning on that regular schedule. So if you can give them that opportunity. So let me tell you my story about Um, absenteeism Mm -hmm. when I would be waking up at two or three in the morning and tossing and turning at five six in the morning I hadn't gone back to sleep that's when I'm making the decision am I turning my alarm clock off and calling in sick and after being awake for two to three hours or more after only having two or three hours of sleep before that you're not thinking clearly I'm not thinking about You know, what's going to happen at my job? I'm not thinking consequences Mm. of what's happening at my job. I'm thinking like I'm exhausted and I don't think I can get up to go to work. But if I had that option of a flexible work schedule or even a work from home, then I could stay in bed right up to the last minute and get up and be productive and have a work day. Mm. Or I could get into work later and stay later and work longer. So that would be one of the Um, best things you could do for your staff right off the bat, if that's an option. I
0: mean, Mm -hmm. that's not
1: always an option. Um, Another thing to do would be um, encourage them to get some sunlight. Um, Sunlight is absolutely imperative for regulating your sleep-wake cycle. And because of our society today, doesn't matter where you live in the world, studies show you're getting less than an hour of direct sunlight every day doesn't matter where you live in the world so encouraging your staff to get outside during the day to get some of that natural light fresh air helps both of those things will help rejuvenate them if they're lacking in energy um and but it will also help their sleep-wake cycle so that they can have a better night's sleep and that that's also good for good sleepers too so that's another that's another thing to do um So, and then the the last thing I would suggest is allow them that opportunity to take a nap if they need to. Like just, you know, close the door, put your head down 20 minutes, even closing your eyes for just 20 minutes and resting without sleeping improves energy for up to an hour afterwards. So, for me, I did a lot of nodding off in the afternoons. So just taking those 20 minutes to just close my eyes just made a huge difference for me to just be able to get through the rest of my day. Mm -hmm. And
0: feeling like it's okay to do so, like having the employer understand. Yeah. Um, So with, you know, you had mentioned remote work. Mm -hmm. So I'm interested to know with the clients that you work with, you know, have you since we've kind of been in this remote world for a while and we're kind of getting back maybe depending on where you are in the country or the world. Maybe more of a hybrid model going in the office or having the option to flexibility of working from home and going in. It, you know when everything started and we all kind of everyone had to go remote, did you see that having an improvement at all. In any of your patients or any of your clients with their sleep cycles, or was it kind of like that high stress and anxiety then started to kick in?
1: Yeah, I it it doesn't help. It won't help with them overcoming insomnia because there's it's a complete that that really doesn't have any bearing on their inability to sleep. All the remote work does is give them more flexibility in you know the time they have to get out of bed and feeling more comfortable with being able to lay down and take a nap if they need to in the afternoon without mm-hmm. having, you know, the whole office seeing them or interrupting them or, you know, having that because they're not likely to tell their employer that they're having trouble sleeping, right? right? So taking those naps at the office when the office isn't aware of it is uncomfortable. And mm-hmm. so having that ability to work from home just makes you feel more comfortable about being productive throughout the day because, you know, you have that ability to just like, if I need to lay down for 20 minutes, I can just tell everybody, you know, I'm working quietly for the next half an hour and just lay down and have a nap. Yeah.
0: Okay. Awesome. And you had mentioned too, uh, I think it was CBIT
1: programs. CBTI, Cognitive Behavioral Therapy for Insomnia.
0: Okay. Can you go into a little bit
1: more detail on that? Sure, so um, it was developed at Harvard University. It was um, developed in the 90s. So it's all science-based and clinically researched um, and is now considered the gold standard. The American Academy of Sleep Medicine recommends it as the first treatment option for people with insomnia. And what it involves is sleep education. So understanding how sleep works, how the chemical process in the brain works, why you do certain things a certain way because it also includes tactical strategies like sleep restriction, stimulus control, relaxation therapy. And so when you're being told you can't go to bed before a certain amount of time and you have to get up at a certain time every day as part of your sleep restriction, if you understand why you need to do that and why it's going to help you then you're much more likely to follow through. That's why the sleep education part is so important. Um, And that's the same, it's the same for me because I get under stress and I start to have a little bit of trouble sleeping. So then I go back to that, okay, I have to remember the reason why I need to follow this process is because my brain needs to have so much many, so many hours awake in order for me to be able to sleep at night. So understanding the why is just like any big goal. If you don't have the compelling why, it's really hard to follow through. So that's why the CBTI, it's really about understanding why and then following through with the strategies. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah,
0: so it really kind of puts more like a practical, logical framework around it. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I would imagine that people probably get pretty stressed out. Like they might think about sleep, like those that suffer from this. They might think about sleep and get kind of stressed out about sleep because they know that I'm probably not going to sleep well. Mm-hmm. Kind of retraining the brain and understanding your why, which is something that we definitely go over a lot in this group, um, could could help you move forward.
1: Yeah, it's really, it, there's a big mindset shift because insomniacs, they get into this, you um, frustrated anxious anticipatory state like anticipating not sleeping am i going to sleep tonight and then they say things like i'm i always sleep badly or i'm never going to sleep well again and so that mindset shift is a big part of the whole process of cbti is just understanding it's not you know you're you've taught your brain to not sleep And now you have to remind yourself and reteach yourself that you can sleep. Yeah. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Just like with anything, you know, telling yourself that you can't do something or that you're not going to do something is probably not going to give you the optimum effect that you want versus like, I can sleep. I can do this. Right. Into that frame frame mind. Frame of mind. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think all this all really speaks home, drives home for me. And I'm sure a lot of the other yoga teachers that are watching um, especially because with the practice itself, we focus a lot on the breath and allowing that to calm the body, a lot of restorative movement. And we have had a lot of teachers that we work with that are very passionate about this topic on, you know maybe adding to their offers of maybe some classes or maybe some workshops on how to better improve sleep. So that functionality and productivity is higher, because you had mentioned uh, presenteeism, and I know that we had touched on that a little bit when we first uh, spoke with one another. And yeah, that's that's a huge thing. Actually going to the office but not doing the work; you're just waiting for that clock to run out.
1: Yeah, yeah. I had I had many days where I'd go to the office and you know I'd be subscribed to all these email newsletters. Um, In my work before I in fundraising and there would be days I'd go to the office and my brain fog was so bad I couldn't focus I couldn't concentrate I didn't even know what I needed to do. So I just would go through all these blogs and Mm -hmm. read all these subscription emails and click on the links and follow the links and read and that's all I would do the whole day because I couldn't, I couldn't figure out what work I needed to do. (laughs) And I couldn't motivate myself that was another thing. One study that I read, I'm just going to look at the stat again, said 72% of people who were um, who were not sleeping well found it difficult to motivate themselves. Mm. That's huge. And, and mm. most of these stats come from like if you're getting less than seven hours of sleep. So not even really bad sleepers does this affect. It's just getting, you know, an hour or two less sleep than normal. Yeah. And yeah.
0: Yeah, and not being able to motivate yourself pulls you away from your purpose as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, have you noticed? I know we talked about, you know, employers really leaving the door open for employees to talk about, you know, if they're having these issues, to talk about these issues and it, and it not just being something that's like foreign, right? Something that's mm-hmm. a little accepted. So, um i don't know if you work on this with any of your clients but is there a good way to kind of approach that conversation uh with an employer if there's anyone in the group that's working a nine to five and may not be getting sleep
1: um well i i would recommend that you would go to your employer and say hey i am having trouble sleeping it's been going on for quite some time i'm worried it's affecting my job performance and I would really like some support in um, these areas. So, like, mm-hmm. I, I really could use, like, if I could have a flexible schedule while I work on it, but you need to have a plan to work on it. So, what I find with most people when I'm talking about insomnia, they're like, oh, I don't have insomnia. Well, insomnia is just like taking an hour to go to sleep at night. If it takes you an hour to fall asleep after you turn out you're late that actually falls into an insomnia category but really what it is is not treating yourself by going to doctor google it's actually going and getting support either from your doctor or a psychologist or looking up cbti online and finding a practitioner in your area so if you mm-hmm. Tell your employer, like, this is happening to me. Can we work something out so I can, like, have a nap if I need it? I can work flexible hours if I need it, but in the meantime, I'm getting this support. Or find somebody like me who'd be willing to come in and do a talk to your staff um, and and figure out a way to work with your staff to um, get them the help that they need. Because mm-hmm. the stats are 30% of the population have insomnia. So if you think if 30% of your staff might have insomnia, that's costing your company a ton of money, mm-hmm. just in absenteeism and, and presenteeism. Not mm-hmm. even mentioning errors and emissions and accidents. Yeah. So you know, encourage like talk to your boss, see if you can get some support, Be, because it's costing them money for you to have trouble sleeping, Mm -hmm. going to cost them more money to replace you. So coming Mm -hmm. together and saying, we need to come up with something that's going to work so that I can be more productive, because that's what everybody wants. You want to be more productive. You want to have uh, a better working environment. So, you know, talking to your employer, it's really important.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And I think this is just another pro to a corporate wellness program. Mm-hmm. If 30% of the staff is struggling with this, or even if they don't know, right? I mean, I from experience that when when I go in and we're either teaching classes or we're leading, you know, mindset workshops or de stress workshops, I'm always told that my weeks are so much more productive, you know, when you're here. <laughs> when I, <laughs> I can look forward to, and it's a break in my day, like we're talking about like you know, go outside, go, you know, especially if there's no windows in the office, go outside, go for a walk, get some sunshine, right? Having that wellness break, um, I think it's just, it's a huge pro and also a really big competitive advantage for many companies out there, especially nowadays. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, this has been such an amazing conversation. Um, I learned a lot from it and I'm sure many in the group have as well. So fill us in a little bit more about working with you um, and, you know, anybody out there that's listening, how they can find you and maybe schedule a time to chat with you if they're suffering from um, insomnia or just trouble sleeping in general.
1: Yeah. Well, I, so my website, Lana There is a link there to book a meeting with me. It's a 30 minute um, consultation where I'll just talk about sleep with you and, and I uh, figure out what's going on with you. I do have a six-week program. Um, I have some really great results. Actually, the Harvard study showed 100% of people who use CBTI improve their sleep, uh, and 75% cured their insomnia. So, and I'm seeing the same stats in my practice. So, I do have a six-week program that people can join, and I'm in the process of developing, kind of like you, a corporate wellness um, strategy where I could come into businesses and work with their staff. So that's something I'm working on. And if there's anybody out there who's willing to do a beta test with me, I'd be happy to chat with you about how I can help you and your staff. So those are the things that I offer. Um, if you go to my website, uh, there is a uh, pop up to download my 12 ways to fall asleep faster. And you're welcome to sign up for that as well.
0: Wow. Oh, yeah. No. That's that's a nugget of gold right there. So I'll be sure to uh, provide the links to um, how people can reach out to you in the video and in the show notes. Um, is there anything you'd like to leave the audience with today, as as we round out this wonderful conversation?
1: Yeah. I would like to just say, um, you know, we all say it. Sleep is important. But if you're willing to just prioritize your sleep for one week, just to see how much of a difference it makes, really set that sleep schedule. So about eight hours before you want to get up in the morning, that's when you want to go to bed and give yourself that at least 30 minutes to relax before you go to sleep and just try that for an entire week and see how much difference it makes you feel. Mm
0: -hmm. Wonderful. Wonderful tip. Wonderful. Well, I appreciate your time so much thanks for coming on today and speaking with us about this and sleep is important and it does drive the productivity and really the happiness in your day thank you so much for sharing all of your knowledge with with us today thank you so much for having me it was really great chatting with you today awesome all right I'll be back next week with another awesome guest so stay tuned bye everyone And that's a wrap for today's show. Thank you so much for joining me. To find more shows and information about how you can stay connected with me and my thriving community to grow your corporate yoga business, please head to www.therollingmatadventure.com backslash show to learn how you can create the success and have the impact you've always dreamed of.